Welcome to Use Smart Money to Build a Dry Eye Practice. This podcast is part of the Smart Money series produced by Review of Optometric Business for our sponsor, Care Credit. We're speaking with Dr. Jill Showalter, whose practice, Eye Doctors, is located in Vienna, West Virginia. In this series, we'll look at three aspects of the dry eye specialty, establishing the facility, developing and promoting dry eye services, and staff training. In each aspect, we examine how offering patient financing is part of the formula for success. Dr. Showalter, welcome. It's a pleasure to speak with you and to hear your insights about how you've succeeded in your dry eye practice. Hello. Let's begin by talking about establishing the dry eye facility. Now, Jill, in your case, you jumped on a great opportunity to open a separate facility, a dry eye center of excellence, just a few doors down from your office? Yes. There was a dental center that had gone out of business in the same strip mall, just a few doors down from my office. And it was at a point where my office was really over busy and packed and we were out of space and the dry eye was taking off and I was trying to figure out how to fit that in. And this opportunity opened up that didn't need a lot of remodeling and we were able to expand the practice without having to move to a new location. Tell our listeners some of the details about that. How many square feet do you have in your regular office and the new space for the dry eye center? How big is that? So the original office space is 5,000 square feet and also contained our surfacing and finishing lab. The new space is 2,200 square feet, and we were able to move also the surfacing and finishing lab out into that space to free up some more space at our main eye doctor's clinic. Tell me something about Vienna, West Virginia. What kind of town is it? What's your uh, patient base like? Our patient base is pretty broad. We are a fairly small town, kind of industrial area, I would say just pretty average America. Uh-huh, sure. And is this a, a new practice you began, or do I understand you came into practice with your father, also an optometrist? Yes, my father and I opened the practice in 2005 together, and I took over the business from him in 2012. He still practices there a little bit part-time. Uh-huh, wonderful. And tell me about the size of your practice. How many full-time equivalent ODs do you have? We have two full-time equivalent ODs, including myself, my father, and then two doctors that practice there part-time with us. And I'm curious how you deploy the ODs between the two spaces. Are you mostly in the dry eye center? Have you allocated more time to the associates in the main clinic? Yes, I'm in the dry eye center one full day a week, and they, I'm the only one there. The other doctors are just practicing at the main location. And with that separate facility, or there one day a week, what's your growth plan? What do you hope to achieve? Do you have any kind of timeline when that might occupy several days a week or an entire week? I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm kind of at the point where I'm as busy as I want to that one day a week and trying to figure the next step. Yeah. What's the patient flow? How many patients per hour do you see at your main office? At the main office, we typically have two doctors there both most days a week, and we each of us sees four patients, four exams an hour. Yeah, and in the dry eye clinic, how uh, what kind of volume are you seeing? What kind of growth are you seeing there? I'm typically seeing three patients an hour, and that is enough. It may take a little more time, so that was helpful getting them out of the main office flow because when we tried to do the dry eye in the main office, there was a little bit of created a flow issue. Okay. Yeah, tell me about that. I mean, one of the things that people always talk about is the kind of bottleneck at the front desk where some are coming in, some are going out and paying, some are picking up contact lenses. And if you have somebody who's there for a more medical issue, is that something that, that creates a, a kind of a bottleneck or is a flow problem that you have gotten over 
with the separate facility? It has helped tremendously. We try to really focus on keeping our exams 45 minutes or less, getting them from the door into optical in 45 minutes or less. And when we started really treating the dry eye patients, they take a lot more time in counseling and it was creating a problem. So moving them out really helped us to keep our regular patient flow going and giving them the time that they needed. Tell me now about patient financing. How do you use that in terms of your signage and your presentation? Because now they're in, your patient is not in your office. They're in a premium environment. They're in a, well, I guess it's a for-pay uh, service that they're, they're looking at generally. So how does patient financing play a role in, in your success there? My staff is trained even from the initial contact. If the patient is bringing up any kind of payment, you know, I have insurance, what's my payment going to be? They, they are kind of trained to introduce care credit right at the beginning of the conversation with the patient. Once they're in the office, we try to continue that message. We do have signage. And during the dry eye exam, if I have prescribed something that's very pricey, like true tear or the lipoflow treatment, I don't say care credit, but at the, you know, right at the beginning, I say, you know, this is the cost of the treatment, but we have some financing options and it, it makes it an easy monthly payment. And then that sets the stage for the scribe to have that more detailed conversation, but it kind of takes away the patient. Oh my gosh. You know, when they hear the total dollar amount, they're kind of a little bit put off, but when they hear that it can just be a small monthly payment, that tends to calm their concern. Thank you to Dr. Jill Showalter of Eye Doctors in Vienna, West Virginia, for your insights on using smart money to build a dry eye practice. Please listen to other episodes in this podcast series, which is developed by Review of Optometric Business and sponsored by Care Credit. This content is subject to change without notice and is offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual business, financial, legal, tax, and or other advisors with respect to any information presented. Care Credit, Synchrony Financial, and any of its affiliates collectively, Synchrony, make no representations or warranties regarding this content and accept no liability for any loss or harm arising from the use of the information provided. All statements and opinions in this series are the sole opinions of Jobson Medical Information, LLC. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.